is also yeah. he can move mountains keep me in the valley and hide me from the rain and my God is awesome he heals me when I'm broken strength where I've been
Yes, Lord. 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 Yes,
for a few minutes this morning from the subject give me this mountain give me this mountain determination is an important characteristic in the lives of God's people it's often the difference between success and failure between victory and defeat the world that we live in is a win-at-all-costs world, and in such a world, Christians are often depicted as losers. But we're not losers. We're simply willing to forfeit some battles so as not to lose sight of winning the war. Jesus was crucified on 
of Friday. And those who saw him die left Calvary believing that he had lost. But it was because he was willing to lose on Friday that we all won with him when he rose on Sunday morning. In God's plan, all who are in Christ prevail. But to prevail, we must endure some adjustments along the way. Without question, this year has been a year of adjustment. This year has been a painful reminder that it's a mistake to think that because something has been or even is, that it always will be. According to both scripture and life experience, all things have a season. And in its season, many things are good. But when we try to extend something beyond its season, we find that a good thing can become a troublesome thing and even a harmful thing. As we move into the final third of this year, many are filled with trepidation because things that were no longer are, and they have no idea what will be. Will there soon be a vaccine that will allow us to resume some sense of pre-pandemic normalcy? Will my children be safe when they head back into on-site learning after Labor Day? Will my landlord or mortgage holder show any compassion for the fact that I've been unable to keep up my payments? Will I ever catch up with my bills when all I've had to depend on are unemployment checks that are running out? And because the outlook for many seems so bleak, they have concluded that there is no use. But I stop by to remind you that with God, there is always hope. With God, there's always the promise of a brighter day. Lived right, our lives are a partnership between us and God. Our part is to keep on trying, keep on working, keep on trusting, and keep on praying. And God's promise is that he will work it out in the end. Now, I'm not worried about God doing his part, but for us to do our part, we must be determined. And so I have a strong determination to be useful to the Lord until he uses me up. Our text gives us a beautiful illustration of determination in God's servant, Caleb. At the point of our scripture, Caleb was 85 years old. He was one of just two survivors who had left Egypt along with Moses headed for the promised land. He had spent most of his life wandering in the wilderness. 
45 years earlier, Moses sent 12 men to spy the promised land. 10 came back saying, we can't go over and possess this land. The people there are too big for us. But Caleb said, let us go up. God has promised us this land and God will be with us. And God was pleased with Caleb's spirit. And God made Caleb a promise. When you go over into Canaan, the land that you have just seen will be yours and it will be for your children forever. In his 45 years of waiting, Caleb remained determined. He remained faithful. And at the point of our text, the land was being divided between the various tribes of Israel. The land that had been promised to Caleb was located on Mount Hebron. It was a beautiful land, but it was on a high mountain, and you had to navigate rugged terrain to get there. And there were still enemies that occupied the land, and Caleb was no longer young. Surely, there were many who, when they heard Caleb, thought, he doesn't know what he's asking for. Hebron is more than an 85-year-old man can handle. But in response to those who would question his ability, I heard Caleb say, I know what I'm asking for. I know that I'm 85 years old, but I'm as strong now as I was when I started. I want you to know that God has been good to me, and I'm thankful for all that God has done for me. And my relationship with God has caused me to have a strong determination. And so, Joshua, there's just one thing that I need you to do for me at this point, and that is give me what God promised to me. Give me this mountain. Church, there's a message here for us today. God has blessed us. God has blessed Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church. We just celebrated 148 years of service in this part of God's vineyard, and we have much to be thankful for. And as we trod through the remainder of this year, as we embark on another year of relationship with God, of service to God, we ought to be able to say, like Caleb, give me my mountain. There are things we can learn from Caleb's determination. First, we should note that Caleb knew what he wanted. He knew what his purpose and his goal was in life. Caleb is very specific in his demand. Give me this mountain. Give me the mountain that was promised to me. There were other mountains that were available. There were mountains that had been made famous by others. When you think of Mount Moriah, you think of Abraham. When you think of Mount Sinai, you think of Moses. When you think of Mount Carmel, you think about 
Elijah. But Caleb wasn't interested in anybody else's mountain. I hear Caleb say, give me this mountain. This is my mountain. This is the mountain that was promised to me. This is the mountain that I have worked and sacrificed for. I don't need anybody else's mountain. I just want what was promised to me. Church, as part of our determination, we need to be sure about which mountain is ours. You do know that there are other mountains in Baton Rouge. There are Christian Center mountains, and there are worldwide ministry mountains. There are Church of What's Happening Now mountains, and there are Name It and Claim It mountains, and there are Money Cometh mountains, and there are Entertainment mountains, but none of those is Shiloh's mountain. We need to be sure that we know who we are. We need to be sure that we know what God expects of us. 148 years ago, God spoke to some of his servants and told them, I want a witness in Baton Rouge, Mid-City. I want a witness that will tell people who I am and what I am about. And this is our mountain. This is the mountain that God has promised to us. And in the Lord, we ought to claim our mountain. In the Lord, we ought to be faithful like Caleb was faithful. In the Lord, we ought to let God use us like God used Caleb. Let me tell you, the Shiloh Mountain ain't an easy mountain. A lot of stuff happens on the Shiloh Mountain. It ain't got nothing to do with Jesus or the plan of salvation. There's some haters on the Shiloh Mountain. There's some folk whose sole purpose is to try to get you to say it ain't no use. But if you know that it's your mountain, if you know that this is where the Lord has planted you, then don't you get weary in well-doing. In due season, you shall reap if you faint not. Caleb knew what he was asking for. And then Caleb could handle his mountain because he knew that God was in the plan. Caleb knew that, that he wasn't going to fail because God had a plan for his life, and Caleb had long ago surrendered to God's plan. Hear his testimony. I haven't made it these 85 years because of me, but I've made it because God has taken care of me. Oh, church, somebody listening to me today needs to know that you ain't made it this far because of you, but you've made it because God was looking out for you. Caleb wasn't a perfect man. He made mistakes along the way, but Caleb never forgot that he was a child of God. And I'm glad for that because I'm not a perfect person either. I, I slip and fall sometimes, but, but even when I fall, I'm still God's child. You know, I've studied David's life, and David is known as a man after God's own heart, but that didn't mean that David never messed up. 
When David fell by the wayside, he was humble enough to say, Lord, I'm still your child. Forgive me and give me another chance. In his strength, I heard David say, the Lord is my light and my salvation. But when he got weak, David was still able to say, have mercy on me, O God. According to your loving kindness, according to your tender mercy, brought out my transgression. In his weakness, he was still able to say, give me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within me. I'm trying to tell you that even in our hours of weakness, we're still God's children. God still has a plan for our lives. I heard him tell Jeremiah that before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. And I have plans for you, plans to prosper you, plans to give you a hope and to give you a future. And just like God had plans for Jeremiah, God has plans for you and me. But for those plans to come into fruition, we have to surrender to God's will for our lives. Caleb never forgot that God had a plan for him. And because he was sure that Hebron was a part of the plan, Caleb told Joshua, just give me my mountain. Well, there's one final thing that I want you to see here, and that is through the years, Caleb depended on God's promise. God had promised something to Caleb 45 years earlier. And for 45 years, Caleb had been depending on the promises of God. When he got weak sometime, he kept on pressing because he was depending on the promises of God. When he got discouraged, Caleb kept on pressing because he was depending on the promises of God. And now, even though he's gotten to be 85 years old, He testifies to his friend Joshua, I'm still depending on the promises of God. So don't you discourage me. Don't tell me how tough the mountain is. Don't tell me about the enemies that I have to face. I'm standing on God's promise. I believe what God has told me. And so there's only one thing I need you to do, Joshua. Give me my mountain. Oh, Shiloh, as I close today, I I want you to know that my determination is the same as Caleb's. Now, I ain't 85 yet, but I do have my own testimony. And my testimony is that I haven't made it on my own. But I've come this far by faith, leaning and depending on the Lord. My testimony is the way gets dark sometimes. And the load gets heavy sometimes. And sometimes folk don't treat me right. And sometimes I feel like I have to stand all by myself. But I'm not standing alone. I'm standing on the promises of God. God walks with me. God talks with me. God tells me that everything will be all right. When enemies gather around me, he builds a hedge to 
to protect me. When folk close doors in my face, God opens a door and makes a way out of no way. God feeds me when I'm hungry. God gives me water when I'm thirsty. God keeps money in my pocket. God keeps health in my body. God keeps sanity in my mind. And I'd be crazy to walk away from him now. My only plea, my only desire is to stand on the ground that God gave me. Stand with Jesus. Stand in the storm. Stand in the rain. Stand through sickness. Stand through pain. Stand on your mountain. And if you take a stand for him, I declare he'll take a stand for you. I thank God that he's blessed me, not because of me, but in spite of me. And I'm still standing on his promises. Father, I stretch my 